Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maritzburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Our pastor, Reverend Daniel Harley. Put your hands together for our pastor. Hallelujah. Wow, let us pray. Father, thanks for this beautiful opportunity in your presence. Speak to us. I humble myself and I say, Holy Spirit, use me to your glory. Let your people be blessed. Let them be encouraged. Let them be moved forward in the name of Jesus. I pray for everybody here under the sound of my voice that your healing power will reach us Deliverance will reach us. Hope will come to us. Comfort will come to us. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, fill your word. Let it be manna to all of us. In the name of Jesus Christ. And everybody said, Amen. Well, you may be seated in the presence of God. We've been talking about what it means to be a strong Christian. All right? And my intention and my desire, my prayer for all. Non pilo. Were you singing in the choir? You. Wow. What a shock. It's powerful. We are happy. I'm excited. Where's your sister? Oh, okay. That's you. C'est la vie. Good. Now, we've been talking about what? And I said, my desire, my prayer for you is that you will be a strong Christian. If this year I don't achieve anything... But by the end of the year, you have become a strong Christian. I will be very excited. Hallelujah. Give me a little volume so that I can hear them hearing me. Good. So, I said, who is a strong Christian? Because Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. It says, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that he may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So Paul encourages us as Christians to be strong. And I said, anything you are doing, you need to be strong in it. If you are not strong in what you are doing, you are not going to be successful. So, as Christians, we also have to be strong. So I went on to explain to you who a strong Christian is. I have nine different explanations of who a strong Christian is. And that's what we are looking at. Throughout the year, all right. Once a while, we'll dice it with a few things here. But my main message to you this year, or for this half of the year, is how you can be a strong Christian. I said the first way you can know a strong Christian is somebody who has a deeper Christian life. And I taught you how to have a deeper Christian life last Sunday. I told you the next thing we will use to explain strength as Christians is somebody who has somebody who is steadfast as a Christian. Okay? I explained to you that a steadfast Christian is, it means two things. Somebody who is able to stay on track. Okay? And then the ability to come back on track when you go off track. 
Somebody say amen. amen. The ability to come back on track when you go off track. Why? Because you know we know ourselves. We always go off track. If you don't even know, just see how many times you write an exam and you get 100%. The fact that you got 94% means that you were 6% off track. How many of you are students here? If you're a student, give me a wife. Your last exam you wrote, what did you get? No, not the one that you got 42 after that one. 76. Clap for her. She writes exams. She gets 76. But you know that 76 is not acceptable in my house. Ne? Good. Thank God you don't live in my house. Now, of course, when you are at university level, you get 76. It's very good. Okay, don't let any... But you can't get 76 at grade 7. Oh, why? Grade 7. You mean 19 times 82. You can't also get it right at grade 7. After all the food you have eaten to become 12 years old. Oh, please. Now, back to what I was saying. 77. 6. Okay, I've even added one. 76. Which means that... 24% of the questions that were asked, she didn't know them. Meanwhile, you were taught the things. So it means that she went, of course, 24%. So the ability, so we all go, of course, from time to time. But our ability to come back on course is what God looks at and says that, this my daughter is steadfast. This my daughter is steadfast. This my son is steadfast. Hallelujah. And we use a ship to explain all of that. I can't go into all of this. But Paul says that, finally, brethren, be steadfast and movable in the Lord. Knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So he encourages us to be steadfast people. So I told you last week that I'm going to show you how to be steadfast. And last Sunday, I'm starting from there. I gave you one Example, I said, develop steadfastness by not loving the world. I said, by not loving what? The world. And we saw a guy in the Bible who was working with a great pastor called Paul. And they were happy, but one day he woke up and he left Paul and he went to Thessalonica. And the Bible explained why he went to Thessalonica. The Bible said he loved the present world. Now, as we are working with God, anything we love apart from God, and in that case, more than God, we will gravitate towards it. And I gave you a perfect example of our sister Aniki and Nelson. Aniki loved her parents and everything, but when she fell in love with Nelson, she left her parents and she went to join herself to Nelson. Her parents were not bad, and they are still not bad. But love made her move. So, anything you love so badly, you will move towards it. Hallelujah. Number two, develop steadfastness by not loving, by not lasting after the things of the world. Develop, to be steadfast, you have to Prevent yourself from lasting after the things of this world. What do I mean? Last week I showed you the things of this world. Like a car, a house, 
and relationship, marriage, don't last after them. Now, the word last is, the dictionary explains it that an excessive and overpowering desire for something. Operating words, excessive, overpowering. So, last is a desire for something. But what moves it beyond desire is it is excessive. So, if you last after food, what it means is that you love food more than it should be. Excessive. Excess. It's like food a lot. You can't stop eating. So, when we say you last after something, it means that thing is excessive. And anything you do in excess, even if it's a good thing, if you do it in excess, it leads to trouble. Somebody say amen. And then he also says that it's overpowering, which means it controls you. You can't control it. It overpowers you. Even when you don't want to do it, it controls you. So when, if you have an excessive and overpowering desire for the things that are in the world, you will eventually go off course and go to God. In the church, you meet so many ladies. They want to marry so much that they will do anything. They will steal. They will lie. They will cheat just to be married. Yeah, they will even marry somebody's husband to be married. It's a last for the idea of marriage. I said what? Excessive you guys remember this excessive for me. You also remember overpowering. All right? It's what? Excessive. Oh, I can't hear you. Excessive. Just say it in Zulu. Excessive. You know, Zulu is very easy to speak. You just have to lift up your voice. It's a high volume language. That's all. So say it in Zulu and let me hear. Excessive. Thank you very much. And you are what? Overpower. You say it in English. Just say it. Overpowering. overpowering. Thank you. And Zulus. Excessive. English. Zulu. Thank you very much. Put your hands together for yourself. Sometimes, as you are a Christian, maybe you have a strong, strong Zulu, please remind me. Thank you. English. Thank you. A strong, excessive, and overpowering desire to just ride in a Mercedes Benz. Oh my God, the day I get my Mercedes Benz and I lie in it like that, I'll be cruising. You know, Pastor, hmm, one day somebody told me, Pastor, I want a car that when I start the engine, you don't even hear. Hey, I was driving this, my old Renault. When you spark it, vroom, vroom, vroom. Even sometimes the noise of the engine. It's so high that you have to roll up all the windows. Meanwhile, there's no air conditioner in the car. So we are sweating because we don't want to hear the noise of the engine. And he told me, I want a car that when you turn it on, to know whether it's on or not, you have to, if you are outside the car, you have to put your palm on the bonnet to hear whether there's some movement. Then you know it's on. 
Or if you are sitting in it, you have to rev it. Zoom, zoom, then you know that it's on. I said, wow. I never knew there were cars like that. Yeah. But some of us haven't. I have to ride in one. I have to. Meanwhile, your salary is 6,000 rands. 6,000 rands, you will just be like Jacob Zuma. His salary is something. Uh, they say, they say, he said he has a bond 800,000 with FMB. And he has built a house of 43 million. You will become like that. Because 6,000 rands, how would you buy a Mercedes Benz? So I suggested to the guy that you know something. What I can do for you is that maybe go to this car rental people. And rent a Mercedes Benz. That of your choice. For one day. That you can afford. And just drive it for one day. So that your... He used to pester me with that desire. Mercedes Benz. And there are ladies like that. Everybody is wearing Brazilian. What, what hair is this? You, it's okay. Don't tell me. It's okay. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the area that we went to? Where this guy lives? Mlazi. Yeah, this is Mlazi hair. But I want to have Brazilian hair. I want to have Peruvian hair. I want to have this hair. I want to have, I want to have, I hear that now even Angola, they are exporting hair. Angola hair. When the person, the person who told me is a hair stylist, told me, I, I thought she was saying Mongolian. So I corrected her. I said, do you mean Mongolian? He said, no. Angola. I said, Ghana hair is even better than Angola hair. I mean, Angola hair? Excuse me. Ghana hair. If those of you have seen Lady Pastor Angie, her hair is better than hair from Angola. But Angola is a sporty hair. Yeah. So I want to I want to wear Brazilian hair. I want to wear Egyptian hair. I want to wear Chinese hair. I want to wear so because of small hair you want to wear so that you can be moving around and then you know that thing that ladies uh, then uh, then the brothers are dying. My God. They are saying, What a shock. Oh Pastor, my back, my back. I also want to listen when I see the brothers like and the ladders and the ladders. Because of that, you are sleeping with somebody's husband just for Brazilian hair. Yeah. Because of that, you are going to find yourself a blesser so that you can wear Brazilian hair or Peruvian hair or Mongolian hair. Yeah, yeah, no, Mongolia, they also export hair. Yeah. Look, just wear this your mlazi hair like that and serve God. I said, wear your mlazi hair like that and serve God. If you are beautiful, you are beautiful. Yeah. Because of it's not because of your hair, okay. My wife also has that type of hair. Thank you. Do it again for me to see, please. Please do it. Just only once. Come on now, my God. Oh, what a church. Because of that, some of you want to use a particular phone. iPhone 6, iPhone 7, iPhone 8. Now, don't look. I am an iPhone person. Almost all my gadgets are Apple. But I won't recommend it. That you become so in love and attached with it. Yeah, because these guys are smart. As soon as you get iPhone 6... They bring iPhone 7. When you get iPhones and the iPhone doesn't spoil, do you know that it doesn't spoil? No matter, you can't kill it. No, no, no matter what you do, they can revive it. 
you can put it and again the phone itself if is that oh no I mean you said proper phone <laughs> no 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 you if this is the phone this this thing that you see the phone itself in this thing is about this key holder the phone the, the phone itself is just like this if they open it you go inside the phone is just like this the rest of the things are magnified they just magnify for it to fill the screen yeah, but the real thing is just like a slim chip. And then the second part is the battery is finished. Yeah. As soon as you get the next one, your own is not small too. Then they release another one. As soon, so you will never be satisfied. Every day you want to get a new, now iPhone X. Now I don't know what they are going to, because since they have moved from the numbers, they reached 10, they have gone to X. Now we are going to go X1, X2, X, I don't even know where we are going. By the time you realize a young lady that you are supposed to be doing well in your life, you have slept with all the people at your workplace just to get iPhone X. Ask your neighbor, do you have an iPhone X? Are you the one the pastor is talking about? From today, you will not last after things. Some of us have an excessive, excessive, you are excessive, right? Say it again, closer. Hey, Zulu. Good. Some of us have an overpowering desire to succeed. I want to do well in this life. Overpowering. You will do anything. You will lie on forms. You will lie in interviews just to succeed. Yeah, you go for an interview. You say, they say, are you a man or a woman? I'm a man. Since you have, seen, you have seen that they've written under that the, the job is for men. So you're a woman. Clearly you say, I'm a man. I've lived abroad with people who are their names. You see, give me, give me what, what's your name? Tembelitle. Do you call boys Tembelitle? No, give me a, a name that in Tombi. A name, Sanele. It's only for ladies. You people, you English. I'm talking to the Zulu people. Allow me. Ah, Zulu. In Tombi. In Tombi, Sanele. You can't call a man in Tombi Zanelli. Is that not so? Uh-huh. I have lived abroad with guys who are called in Tombi Zanelli. Yeah. You go to the office. Then the boss in Tombi Zanelli and you know that it's a name only for girls. Then a strong come, come, a strong man appears. Tommy, when I go, but that's Zanelli, yeah, Zanelli, not Banelli, Zanelli in Tombi Zanelli, yeah, but the white people don't know that they don't call um, males in Tombi. Go and sit down. So it, sometimes you know that if you mention their real name by mistake at the workplace, there's confusion. And some of these, when we went to school with them, you mention their names by mistake, there's a confusion. But they will to succeed and to do well. May you may you overcome every excessive, overpowering.
pouring desire. I want, I want to marry this guy. I want to, and the force controls you. So you compromise on everything because you just want him to. Oh, if he can propose to me, oh brother, propose to me every day. As soon as you see him holding a box, you say, ah, today is that day. Meanwhile, he's holding a shoe box. A shoe. How big is your ring that it must fit in a shoe box? He's holding a box. So this is meanwhile, it's a TV box, big box. What ring are you expecting? So, Pastor, no, it's a box. The ring is very small, but the stone on the ring is very big. It's from it's from the Jordan River. Very big. Hey. No. You are in love, but it shouldn't overpower you. It doesn't mean you should lose your common sense. So that is what accounts for this overpowering force is what accounts for us going astray without the power to come back on track. I told you to be steadfast is the ability to either stay on course or to come back on course. But since the thing that is driving you off course is excessive and overpowering, when it drives you off course, you cannot make, you with all your effort, you still can't come back. May nothing control you apart from God. I said, may nothing control you apart from God. Hey, Pastor, you see, because you have seen that uh, I'm in a relationship, you are jealous of how much I love my beloved. I said, love your beloved. Love in the church when you have a girlfriend, we call the girl your beloved. When you have a boyfriend, we say your beloved. We don't want it to look like unbelievable. All the things that people are doing out there. So we give it a special name, beloved. All right? Those of you who didn't know, I've told you today. Okay. So, now, I want you to love your beloved. If, actually, if you don't love your beloved, I'll advise you to break the relationship. I want you to love your beloved. And I want your beloved to also love you. But it shouldn't be what? Zulus. Hey. Shaka. Why? And what? It shouldn't be excessive and overpowering. You should be able to be free. I traveled with some people recently. One husband, he said, my wife, see, when you, when, when, when you didn't call me, he called the next day. He was so bored. And why was he bored? He said, my wife has not, she didn't call me. And I, I remember the last time she called him, about 8 o'clock in the evening. So in the morning, 10 o'clock, you are bored that when she got to where she was going to sleep, she, I said, are you a traffic cop or a police officer? What are you? What are you? What are you? So I, I said, tell the brother that number one, you are not his mother. And number two, you are not his child. You are his wife. If I called you at 8 o'clock and at 10 o'clock you feel I should call you, why don't you also call me? Is there something in the Bible that says, and the woman shall call the man at 10 o'clock? Have you seen some before? Yeah, I said, it's too controlling. It's not good. Overpowering. It's not good. Number two, I close on this one. I have just two minutes to close. No, don't worry. God willing, next week we are here. We are not running away anyway. Number two. 
Or number three, I'll give you the first one, loving the world. Now I'm talking about the things of the... So don't love anything in this world so much that it controls you, it's excessive, and it overpowers you. You lose control. As soon as it appears, you lose control. You see, some girls, they lose all forms of common sense as soon as a boy comes into the picture. It's like your common sense is gone. You are crossing the road, you even look... Meanwhile, they taught you at nursery. Look left, look right, and left again. Now, here we drive on the other side. So, look right, look left, and then look right again before you cross. Suddenly, because a boy said, I'll marry you. Now, when you get to the road, you don't even look again. Look, you will go and meet God before your time. Yeah. Don't let anything overpower you. Number two, I close on this one. Or number three. The third thing is that develop steadfastness by having a proper fear for judgment. By having what? Say it with me. Develop steadfastness. Please, in Zulu. No, no, I'm not talking to the English people. I'm talking to the Zulu. Develop steadfastness. No, you guys are not good students. I told you, Zulu, you have to raise your voice. That's all. Develop steadfastness. Thank you. By having proper fear. For judgment. Okay, English, let's also try. Develop steadfastness. No, don't. It's English, Moss. Say it in English. Develop steadfastness. By having proper fear. For judgment. Great, great. For you to stay on track, you have to have proper fear for judgment. You have to have proper fear that one day God is coming to judge us. That what we are doing, we are not doing it for Pastor David or for Pastor Daniel. God is coming to judge us. Many of us have forgotten that after we leave this earth, God is going to judge us. Bible says it is appointed unto man wants to die, and after that, the judgment. The surest appointment I know that you will keep is called judgment. Yes, you are planning to marry, you are planning to buy a car, have a baby, I can't guarantee any of that. But I can guarantee that one day we will all face judgment. Now, knowledge of that Sometimes it's not enough. But if you can develop proper fear for that judgment, you always be on track. Even when you go off track, you realize, hey, they are coming to judge me. You come back on track. It's like going to school. There are always two types of students. One type is, oh, when is the exam? June. Oh, we are chilling. We are chilling. We are chilling. We are chilling. We are going to parties. We are dancing. Hold on. They don't love you like I love you. Step back. They don't love you. Hey, we are chilling. Chilling. Oh, you what you study for exam? Oh, don't worry. The exam. When is it? June. We'll start studying in April. Then you are chilling. All the single ladies. All the same. Put your hands up. Okay. See me after the service. <laughs> then 
May. Oh, you said the exam is when June. Oh, babe, first June. I'll start. Me, I'm very sharp. I just need to study for one day, and I'm ready. Yeah, I prefer when when there's pressure because I study better. Then June comes. The exam starts on the fourth of June. First of June. See, Ola, but you said you study from first from June. So, oh, there's this party at uh, South South Beach. Let me finish with that. It's on the second. When I finish, I won't do anything again. I will only study. The party finishes. Third June. Go and study. I'm tired, you know. Let me rest a bit. When I rest and I wake up, I'll be more refreshed. No problem. By the time you wake up, it's the fourth. Remind me next week that I'll tell you of a story of a friend of mine who slept to an exam. I'll tell you. He's called Store Kappa. When I come, just say, Rev, Store Kappa, tell us the Store Kappa. I'll tell you. Yeah. But there are other groups of students. They know that there's exam. So they are always studying. Always study. The fear of the exam makes them study always. Usually, those students always do well. So these students uh, will study later, will study. Once a while, a few just escape. And that, those people send a deception to the rest of the people that, oh, since this guy, I saw this guy. I, I went to school with a guy. Look, he loved to read storybooks so much that, you know, he can't can't stop reading. So, whilst people, his mates are busy doing physics, and he's reading a storybook. Read, 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 read. Now, that boy, he passed. I mean, he passed with flying colors. So, when you look at him, you are tempted to think that it's possible not to study and pass. But that boy is an exception in all the people. Maybe he's somebody, as soon as you teach him, he knows. And maybe even his intelligence has been developed by the art of reading. I mean, he won't go to the field to play soccer. He won't go to town to chill, nothing. He's just, every time he has a new book, he's reading. Maybe that, and you see, if he was doing arts, we would understand. But he was doing science. Science. But... He made it through. So when you look at him, you'll be tempted to say, oh, but he did the same thing. Nothing happened. Me too, I can do the same thing. Look, please, don't, don't even start. You will fail so nicely and we will be clapping for you. So these are the two types of students that we have. Those who fear the exam, so they prepare always. And those who don't care and they chill and they end up failing. Christians are also like that. So, God is loving. God is love. For God so loved the world. If God does not, God is never going to punish anybody. He loves us. Yes, he loves you. But the Bible tells us that. In 2 Corinthians 5, 10 and 11, the Bible says that. For we must all, this is my last scripture I close with. It says, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That every man will account in his body. Whatsoever things he has done, whether they be good or they be bad. He says, One day we will all appear. One day all of us will appear before God's judgments. That's why we must stay on track. Then, verse 11, he says, 
knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. Knowing what? I thought God is love. I thought God loves us. But Paul tells us that because we know of the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. It's like we try to tell people, listen, God is coming. God is God is very terrible. The terror of the Lord. Once you can develop a proper fear for judgment, it will always keep you on track. It will always keep you on track. Always. I pray that we will fear that judgment day so that we can all stay on track. Stand to your feet. Let's share a word of prayer. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. I want you to pray for yourself. Everybody pray for yourself and say, Lord, help me. First, pray about lust and excessive desire. Some of you have lust for pornography. Some of you have lust for sex. S-E-X, sex. Yeah, excessive. Meanwhile, you are not married. You are not even married. Excessive, some excessive love for pornography, Indian pornography, Chinese pornography. No, and I don't mean only the brothers, I mean sisters as well. Yeah, hardcore porn. You watch it for hours. Now, when you are finished taking all this into yourself, what do you do? That's the question. May that power be broken over your life today in the name of Jesus. Close your eyes everywhere and just pray. Today God is here. He's freeing all of us from everything that controls us. Everything. Some of us have an excessive desire and overpowering desire for alcohol. It's been broken today in the name of Jesus. 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 If you don't even know what to just say, Amen. In the amen means let it be so. If you want it broken over your life, just say amen. It's been broken in the name of Jesus. Anything that controls you, it's been broken. Apart from the spirit of God, apart from the word of God, that force is being broken in the name of Jesus. Last for pornography is being broken right now. Last for a relationship is being broken right now. Last for sex. It's been broken right now. Last for alcohol. It's been broken right now. Last for money. It's been broken right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless you. Thank you for all the people under the sound of your voice. Let your mighty Holy Spirit go through our lives and strengthen us to overpower Everything that overpowers us, every last be broken now in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a Zulu, Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Reverend Daniel Farley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.